Hi, y'all. This is Mitchell Mays. I know I've been away for a few weeks, but it's good to be back. Welcome to the latest podcast of A Voice Unheard. Wow, there's a lot of stuff going around and going on in this country. And like I said, you just want to have a voice in it. The sporting world was set abuzz yesterday with Drew Brees' insensitive remarks. Let's not get it twisted. I've always been a fan of Drew Brees' from the time he played at uh, Purdue to he went to San Diego Chargers to the Miami Dolphins and to, to, to the New Orleans Saints. So I watched his career from afar. And I've always loved watching him play and I've always been a big fan of his. But really, Drew, at a time like this, when a country is going through what it's going through, the COVID-19, the death of George Floyd, and you come out talking about the flag. Drew, normally I back you all the time. But this one, Drew, you own your own. I always liked and seeing you from afar, how you spent time with your family. You look like a great family man, which I really enjoyed. But, Drew, you just lost a lot of friends in the NFL. Your apology today, it may CYA cover your ass, but for the most part, You'll never be looked at again the same on a pedestal like some athletes had you. Jenkins said he always respected you. And you know, you must have really stepped in your own dog feces when LeBron James calls you out. And you know, LeBron doesn't really call a lot of people out. But when the king talks, people listen. And also, I would also like to talk about these college football coaches that are not saying anything about this latest thing going on with George Floyd. And these coaches are not stepping up. Although they make a living off of these 18 and 19 year old black African American players, but when it comes time to stand up for them and speak volumes, everything goes silent. So, how in the world can you go to these people's houses and sell them a bunch of crap that you don't even believe yourself. That you're gonna look out for your kid. Oh really? Where's one of my favorite all-time coaches, Nick Saban? I ain't heard a peep of him. All he's talking about is trying to get 18 and 19 year olds out there to play football again. And just here I just heard today, 
five or six Alabama players just tested positive for the COVID-19. And you guys want to have a football season? Really? You have to really look out for these kids first. There are players around the country testing positive for Corona-19. So how in the hell are we going to be able to have a football season in college with all of these players testing testing positive? Is this something we really want to do? But maybe a lot of these coaches in the white administration, maybe they are Republicans. By thinking, by listening to Donald Trump. That it's a hoax. We can go out there and train and do all this good stuff. We don't need to quarantine or social distancing. You're not above the coronavirus. Remember that, coaches. Now, the next subject I want to talk about is you hear a lot of players say, you know, Drew Brees... You know, we go to battle and we fight and we fought in the trenches together. Really? Can you guys really quit using that as a metaphor when you're talking about playing football? War and football are not the same. So, really, quit embarrassing the men and women of the great United States military by comparing football to war. Stop it. You guys really need to stop it. College football. You guys might have to push the season back. Oh, how disappointing that would be for me because I got a young nephew who's going to Indiana State to play football this year. And boy, do I want to go up there and watch him play. But having said that, I want him to be healthy. Because you know young kids ain't going to be able to social distance. And we need a plan to be able to protect these players. You know, so let's be real smart about it. So let me go to another one of my topics. I'm going to be all over the place today, gentlemen and ladies, because everything's so much going on. The NBA is thinking about starting their season back up, inviting 22 teams. Really? And so if they start back up, they want to have eight regular season games and then go to the playoffs. Did they forget what month it is? This is June. It's not May or April. June. So, having said that, the NBA really needs to just go straight to the playoff or cancel the season. 
Because a lot of stuff that they're talking about. Look, in October, the season's going to end, really? This is going to put up the NBA against the NFL, which we all know the NFL rules when it comes to television revenue. And, you know, you think about all of these players. You know, a lot of them, I don't think they really want to play. Just cancel the season and move on. There are a lot of undeserving teams that are going to be in that playoff. Portland, New Orleans, really? Memphis is the eighth seed, so they deserve to be there. But these other teams, Kansas, Sacramento, the Washington Bullets, really? And there's a talk that even Kevin Durant might make an appearance if Brooklyn gets there. Really, Kevin? We've seen what happened to you when you tried to come back before when you wasn't 100%. I don't think you should try and do it until you're completely healthy. It's not It's not worth it. Also, I'm still upset that you left Golden State. You didn't have to nothing to prove to these guys that you can go to another team and, and, and lead them to a championship. You should have stayed with Golden State where... You could have won another championship for sure. I think if I was Golden State, I would have got rid of Draymond Green once he made that crazy statement. He ran his mouth a little bit too much. And so let me go back to these playing and and people you're playing with and people you're in the trenches you, you say with. It's a lot of players in Major League Baseball that are racist, but they want you to play alongside them. They got different political views than yours. And the thing about it, you never hear about them because they really don't step up in the time of crisis. The white professional players are no-shows, are nowhere around are not even stepping up to make a difference in, in today's world as much as the black athletes do in society, you know? So it's hard, people like Derek Wolf to play at the University of Cincinnati, big Donald Trump fan, played with Denver Broncos. I don't know where he is now, you know? But, you know, it really, you really take a different look you know, like Shannon Sharp said, he played with racist players, and he knew it. But they tried to try to put things aside. But I don't think I would have been able to do that. Because here lately, what's going on in America is sickening, it's depressing, and it's been a boiling point for years. Now, I am so happy throughout this protest that I am seeing a lot of African Americans out there protesting, white Americans protesting, Latin American people are protesting, Chinese are protesting. So this is a protest that you could say 
that definitely has unity in it. You know? So, so I want to give thanks out there to the young people out there in the streets protesting and how it's a unified protesting. But having said that, I need for all young people to take the same energy that they are taking now in the streets and out there protesting, take that same effort to the voting booth. Let's all get out there and vote. Because in order to make changes, that's where it starts. Because it's going to get worse before it gets better. Just look what Mitch McConnell is doing. He is dividing this country. He is appointing people to the higher courts that are going to change a lot of rules in the United States. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. And my kids and their kids are going to be living in a different world. Because you think about this president of ours who says... He wants to really crack down on lawlessness. And you can define lawlessness in two different ways. He is being more lawless than anybody in the United States. And and let me give you some examples of his lawlessness. How many times has he and his flunkies up in the United States Senate did not adhere to subpoenas. You know, is is absolutely atrocious. That's where all of this lawlessness is started. From him. He doesn't want to show his taxes. He doesn't want to adhere to subpoenas. And I think Democrats need to send these people to jail that are disobeying their subpoenas. You know? And it's embarrassing that the president of the United States is not adhering to subpoenas. And he's talking about lawlessness. Just the other day, you had people, your First Amendment right, out there protesting. And what did he do? He ran them off, shooting tear gas at the American people. How sick is this man? And what average person would vote for this kind of man? He is Hitler reincarnated, sickening by power. You know? Sickening. Sick. This guy is so disrespectful respectful to American ways that I can't even watch it. And what makes it worse is that the American people are buying it. And that's what really hurts me. Halfway decent people People that call themselves mothers and fathers and grandparents 
who always talk about raising their kids to have morals and and all this good stuff are voting for a man that has no morals. So, how is this happening? So, people that are voting for Donald Trump, you have to look in the mirror and see what's really going on. So, but let me get back to this point where I wanted to talk about black players that are playing with players that really don't like them. And coaches, you know, they drafting players that don't have no morals like the players they have on their team. You spend your whole career, say somebody like Drew Brees, you spend your whole career, he sound like Donald Trump, who guys are supposed to have been doing so much work in New Orleans and in that community, and then all of a sudden, you hear what he comes up with. That bull crap. Really, Drew Brees? Your apology. Oh, no, you made it. But who's buying it? A guy that we all looked up to. But we all got a few skeletons in our closet. But to act like you, that especially you, how could you say what you said? You put a flag above a human being. You know? How could you do that, Drew? But hopefully you'll get through this, Drew. I've always been a big fan of yours. I don't know if I'm going to continue to be a fan. But I don't want to totally turn my back on you. So hopefully you can rebound. Now let's talk about this George Floyd death. When I first seen that video, man, was I crushed. How could any human being sit there and watch another human being have the life strangled out of him? These are people that we put on a pedestal. Police officers sworn to serve and protect the community committing straight-out murder. But is a history of this in the blue wall of silence? You got your FOP, the unions, protecting this kind of behavior. There is so much that needs to be over, overhauled in our police community. And it needs to start right now. You have three other police officers who were sworn to serve and protect us sit there and do nothing about a man getting the life taken right out of him. Right there, just imagine just sitting there, just standing on him, like stepping on a bug that you won't let your feet up. You just got your knee in this man's neck and you sit there and watch this man die and you had the gall to keep your hands in your pocket and didn't stop until he was lifeless you know and the other policemen 
how could you go home that day and not look in the mirror and be mad at yourself for not doing nothing to save this man's life? This is so beneath any human being. How can you get away with masquerading, masquerading around in a police uniform saying you care about the people you sworn to serve, protect, when you can kill them in any instance? That's ludicrous. It's crazy. You know? So, I mean, it's just sickening. You know how when you have a tragedy at school and they send therapists there to work with the kids? America needs therapy right now. We need therapy in this country. People that you think for years you looked up to now need therapy. The leaders of this country need therapy. How in the world does something like this happen today in this society? But it boils down to a whole bunch. See, the blue wall of silence is a group. It's a union. You know, that, you know, these guys swore to serve and protect us. Not serve and kill us. But I am so proud of the protesters that are getting out there, risking their lives to have their voices heard. And it still needs to continue, but without the looting, without the property damage. Continue trying to hear your voice. Continue of letting people know that this was wrong. America needs to change. And we know it every day. We cover this despicable president of ours. Every day. And then you have networks like Fox who are trying to cover up for this clown. And they continue to try to cover up for this clown, which is embarrassing. But you think the majority of people that watch Fox believe this stuff. They're out of touch. So we need change in this country. And we need it fast. We need therapy. We need change. We need to come together for unity of all people. Doing right makes people want to see right done. So that's why these people are out there protesting the black people, the white people, showing unity. Because America knows what's right and what's wrong. So, we need to be out there in the street. And we must continue 
to let our voices be heard. We can't. Donald Trump got in there because certain people didn't want to go out and vote. And so we need to get out there and vote so our voices can be heard. I still look at that video in shock. Imagine I had a brother that was killed when I was 16. And it was terrible. And and seeing this young man being killed the way he was killed, it brought back a lot of hurt. So we must do better in this country. We have to do better. White athletes had to speak up. You know? So... We got to do better. And we have to start holding people accountable. So we need to get out there and vote. Vote in your local elections. Vote in the major election. Don't fall for that old yokey dope that Donald's, Donald, Donald Trump is trying to impose on us with his dictator-style leadership. Let's not let Hitler be reincarnated because people didn't speak out then when Hitler was doing his dirt. Those people in Germany bought his shit. And look what he did, destroyed that country. And so we need to look out for our country. Speak up. Speak out. Don't settle for silence. A lot of people always say, a silent mouth don't get fed, and which is is true. So, like I said, speak up, speak out, don't settle for, don't settle for less. We deserve more and 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 we should expect more and so uh, let me go over to my major topics of the day the NBA should cancel a season Major League Baseball should play 60 games not 114 games the season's not started Come together, Major League Baseball, if you want to do it. This is your time of the year for you to step out in front. 60 games is enough. Nobody wants to see 162 games, 114 games. 60 games is enough and get out of the season. Everybody's losing money. NFL, get it right. Don't don't settle for not getting it wrong. You know, don't, don't, don't settle for this. The NFL is really at the forefront and has an opportunity to change a lot of things. Vic Fangio said he didn't see no racism in the NFL. All he had to do was look at the organization that hired him. The coach before him, Vance Joseph, 
got fired after one season as the head coach. How's that happen? Vic, and you don't see racism, but you're going into your second year. Steve Wilfs out of Arizona, black coach, fired after one year of coaching in Arizona. Vic Fangio, you don't see racism in the NFL? Wow, you're crazy, ownership. They try to outprice these teams, billions of billions of dollars, so black owners can't purchase a team. It's a good old boy network that they want to continue to protect. And it's been that way. Roger Goodell makes $44 million a year doing what? Punishing people and uh, disrespecting people's rights. Innocent until proven guilty. But that's another topic. I wanted to say and talk about current events. Didn't really talk about sports that much. But I talked about the things that I thought was important to me today. Like I said, it's really good to be back. I was off for a while, just battling a few little nicks and crannies here. But it's good to be back on the air. I look forward to making more podcasts, getting back out there, and and letting my voice be heard. And like I said, For Mitchell Mays, this is the latest podcast of a voice unheard. So, I'm going to end this podcast with Go Vote Out.